listening to the Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Keith Walker's gothic tale of revenge. The ghost of the Black Plague. Starring Monty Markman. In the Mutual Broadcasting System presentation of... The Zero Hour. Brought to you by the Ford Motor Company and Lazy Boy Recliners. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. This is Jim Backus with news about the most comfortable experience of a lifetime. A Lazy Boy reclining chair. It's ideal for apartments, living rooms, dens, family rooms. Lazy Boy is as beautiful as it is comfortable. Available in any style you can imagine and in hundreds of decorator fabrics and vinyls. Make your favorite room a haven of gracious living. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. <laughs> Hurry up. He's waiting. <laughs> Run down there. <laughs> Go. Oh, oh. Yes, indeed. Hi, I'm Jim Backus with news about an exciting sale taking place at your Lazy Boy dealers today. You may now put a famous Lazy Boy reclining chair into your living room at unbelievable savings. The ultimate in beauty and comfort can be yours in the style of your choice to match your favorite decor. Don't just sit, relax, and recline sumptuously in a Lazy Boy. Your choice of quality colors and fabrics. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> Hurry up. He's waiting. Yes, he is. In a few moments, you and I will step back in time, 200 years, to the idyllic countryside of Brookfield, England. A place about to be transformed into a veil of tears. The Black Plague will lay itself across this fertile valley, bringing in its wake the emotions of great hate and great love. The lives of Lord Alexander Wells and his son Robert are shortly to be irrevocably changed by the revenge of the ghost of the Black Plague. Basil, come quickly. My horse. Oh, yes, Master Wells. Cool it down. Oh, it's always Master. Guy, Chad, this is a day of beauty. Look at the trees. It's as if they knew and shared my good fortune. Master Robert, you're back. Ah, Sarah. Today is your birthday, is it not? Yes, 14th. Soon I'll be old enough for you to propose. Oh, I'm much too old for you. Uh, oh, just a Josh, Master Robert. I know I'm plain. Nonsense, Sarah. You're really very beautiful. Now run along and tell your mother I am starved for some lunch. Yes, sir. And where's my father? The library, sir. He's with Mr. Duncan. Oh, well, I shall see if I can disturb their business. Happy birthday, Sarah. Uh, thank you. Mother, Master Robert is out in the hall. A scoundrel who cares not for the people. Out of my house. One week, do you hear? You will pay for this if it's the last thing I do. Oh, Mr. Duncan, go out of my way, boy. Father, may I ask, why you argued with Mr. Duncan? No. Now, uh, what did you want? Well, I have news, sir. But it can wait. Well, 
I have some that can't wait. What news, sir? Ah, I've just received a letter from my old friend, Dr. Zavala. In America? Yes. I wrote him regarding the possibility of your entering the Boston University of Medicine. And he has agreed. But that's... that's marvelous. Yes, sir, I hope you'll be pleased. Your leave at week's end. But my news, Father, it, it has a bearing on the future. You see, Lorraine Duncan has consented to be my wife. R what? That trollop? No, I forbid it. She is not a trollop. Because she is of a different station, you have no right to look down on her. I said it is forbidden. Besides, I have just evicted her. So that was what the argument was all about. Father, I don't understand. She will not wear the name of Wells. Then I'm afraid I must go against your wishes. No, you will not. Now, we'll not talk about this again. Come quick. It's your son, Master Michael. What is it? The boy said he collapsed by the pond. He looks very sick, and he's having the most terrible fits. Well, it was the plague, sir. The Black Death. Oh, my God, no. My lord, if I may, is it true you plan to send your son to America? Yes. Then I would do it right away, before he too succumbs. Darling Robert, I do love you. And I, you, Lorraine. Robert, you Ford. Miss Duncan, you'll have to leave now. Goodbye, Robert. No, not goodbye. Come, my boy. Now, Robert, I want you to forget that girl. Goodbye, Father. I will write to you. Before you invest in a color TV, listen to what these experts say about solid state versus tube type sets. Terry Evans, TV chief engineer, San Diego. Color quality on a 100% solid state set will remain stable for much longer than it would on a tube set. John Silva, KTLA TV. I would buy a solid state television set over a tube set any time. In a nationwide survey, 95% of the TV chief engineers polled said they'd prefer to buy solid state for their next color TV. And it's no accident that more than twice as many of these experts own RCA as any other color TV. Lynn Rogers, WXIA-TV. If I was going to recommend a TV to a friend, I would recommend the RCA XL100. For color, for reliability, consider the new RCAs. Every one is an RCA XL100. 100% solid state. Don't settle for less. Fall in love with a bottle of ketchup. Real love is eating cornflakes. The taste of love... Is ginger ale. Well, do you think that ginger ale tastes like love? No. Ginger ale doesn't taste like love. Well, what about ketchup? Uh-uh. I know what. I'll bet cornflakes taste like love, huh? Not cornflakes either. By the way, what is love? Love is love and kiss. Oh. And do you know anything that tastes like love? Uh-huh. People could taste like love. People could? I know people that taste like love. You do? Who? My my mommy, my daddy, my sister, and my brother, and my grandpa. We use things. Love is for people. And my kitty. From the Franciscans, with love. 
Robert, I am writing this to you because my memories are flooded with your touch, your face, our happiness. I miss you so. We have moved away from Brookfield to another village. It saddens me to tell you of this, but I fear your father will not speak of it to you. You have been gone less than a year, and the face of Brookfield has changed to the mask of death. The Black Plague has taken almost 300 of the villagers to God. And I know of no way to express my sorrow when I tell you that Lorraine Duncan and her mother were also taken. I was with the child and she died. I am grieved to tell you that much has changed here in Brookfield in the years that you've been gone. I know you will never forgive me for not allowing you to come home. But I still think it best that with only one more year to complete before you become a doctor, it is best... I hope it is all right that I send this. I chanced to find your address when I was cleaning your father's study and, and thought I would say good days to you. Things are strange here. I have the most now. tragic news. Your father has taken his own life. We are at odds to explain this unhappy circumstance. Perhaps with your graduation only a week away, you could hasten home as soon as you can. I do not trust myself to outline the... Dr. Robert Wells, doctor of medicine. Please tell me exactly the circumstances of how my father died. Well, you remember Samuel Duncan, of course. When the Black Death swept Brookfield, as you know, many people died. Among them, Duncan's entire family. He blamed their deaths on your father. That's ridiculous. Yes, but he swore that because of his reduced financial condition, he was unable to provide proper medical care for them. Thus, your father was responsible. I see. In the months before I wrote you, your father became very strange. He let the servants go and closed most of the house. He would see nobody, not even me. And then some of the villagers began to report odd happenings at night in the house. Screams, hammerings as if you were building something. That was what finally brought me to the manor. I found Lord Wells dead. Hanged, it seemed, by his own hand. I never knew. He wrote nothing of this to me. Are you sure it was suicide? Oh, yes. He left a note. It said quite simply that he could stand the pain no longer, that his guilt was too much, and this would end it all. Ah, here we are. My God, the manor is a shambles. Your father left no provisions for upkeep. But I did take the liberty of re-engaging Basil and Sarah. Sarah? She's here? Well, tomorrow, I believe. She came to me and asked if she might be re-employed. I knew you'd need a cook and someone to look after the house. I hope I did well. No, absolutely. Thank you. Well, I must be away before the storm. Are you quite sure you'll be all right tonight? Alone? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, call me if you need anything. I will. And thank you again. Hello. What? I'm sorry, I... Why, Lord Robert, you do not remember me? 
Sarah. Yes, sir. But you were not due till the morning. I thought with the storm coming, you would be in need of a warm supper, Lord Wells. Sarah, it's amazing. You've blossomed to a real beauty. Thank you, sir. You too are... are... Yeah, I agree. I am something um, <laughs> changed anyway. I'll just take these cases upstairs. Well, thank you. I'll wander around a bit, I think. Very good, sir. Dinner will be at eight. spoil me with food like that. Thank you. I'm very pleased. Robert, I have set a fire going in your room. Good. I am all done in from the trip. Are you sure you'll be all right? Oh, yes. Basil fixed the servants' quarters first thing. I'll be fine. All right. Good night, then. What? What's that? Clear the other side of the house. Robert, oh, the devil. Help me. Where is it? It's behind this wall. It... Oh, wait, where's Michael's room? I know his room is here somewhere. Help me. It's hollow. Robert. Why the devil would Father close this room over? A chair I need something to break through with. Something. There. Robert, come I'm coming. Who's here, I say? I... No. No, it can't be. Welcome home, my darling Robert. Lorraine. This is Hugh Downs with another car buyer's report from Ford. Today, more than ever, what an automobile costs you is important. But what you should know is that the total cost of ownership involves three basic considerations. Purchase price, operating economy, and trade-in value. So when you're looking at cars today, use all three in making your comparison. You'll be amply rewarded by what you find. Consider the purchase price of Ford's mid-sized Torino. Ford thinks you'll be surprised when you discover a four-door, eight-cylinder Grand Torino with automatic transmission is sticker-priced less than its comparably equipped sales competition. And Torino is even sticker-priced less than some compacts comparably equipped with V8s, automatic transmissions, and steel-belted radio-ply tires. So compare not only the cars, but the total cost of ownership, purchase price, operating economy, and trade-in value. Everyone says compare. Ford tells you how. The closer you look, the better we look. Leukemia is a disease of the blood-forming organs. It takes the lives of more children than any other disease known to man. It afflicts even more adults than children. At present, there is no cure. However, a great deal of progress has been made in the treatment of leukemia, and many doctors believe that if we can find a cure through research, it could well open the door to the cure for cancer. 
I'm Shirley Jones, national chairman of a program to raise funds for leukemia research through radio broadcasting. If we can find a cure to this dread disease, we can stop the deaths of 15,000 victims each year and help in the search for the cure to cancer. Today, radio stations across the country are fighting leukemia. Please help. Make your check payable to LSA for Leukemia Society of America and send it to LSA Hollywood 28, California. That's LSA Hollywood 28, California. Yes, it is true. I am dead. But I returned, Robert. I loved you so. Oh, Lorraine, I can't believe my eyes. Camille, let me touch you. No, please stay away. Lorraine, where are you? No, please. Please don't leave. Here. Please stay over there. Yes. I thought of you every day while I was in America. I wanted so much for us to have a life together. But there must be some way... You've come this far. I am well here on the other side. It is peaceful and I will rest now that I have seen you. No, please, wait, wait. Don't I leave must, again. I must. I am only allowed a little time, but I can return once more. Tomorrow night. Lorraine, I'll be here. At the same time, my darling. Dr. Wells, Robert, <laughs> please come in. Vicar, I must talk with you. Certainly, my son. Sit down. Yesterday you told me of the tragedy of the Duncan family. What happened to the father, Samuel? But I thought someone might have told you he hung himself. When? Uh, let me see you. About three months ago. Just before the strange happenings at the manor. Oh, I guess. Vicar, I received a visit from his daughter last night. Lorraine Duncan? But the girl is dead. Yes, that may well be, but I swear, I saw her. I talked with her. Vicar, have you never heard of something like that happening before? Well, yes, but it's, it's not generally accepted in clerical circles. Uh, sometimes it has been said that great love or great hate will allow someone to return for a short time uh, from the other side. Yes, thank you. Robert, please. You don't have to leave so quickly. Yes, yes, I do. I I must go to London and be back before dark. Robert, I am here. My love, I can only stay a moment. There is not much strength left to hold me longer. Lorraine, I have been studying today. I traveled to London and talked with a man who specializes in the black arts... He has told me that you can materialize here if you wish strongly enough. He is wrong. I cannot. Oh, Robert, I want you so. I don't know how to... Robert, there is a way we can be together if you wish it. Don't tell me anything, my darling. Then you must take a poison. You can then join me. We will be together again. Poison, yes. The man mentioned this, but he was unsure. Do you love me, Robert? Oh, yes. Then do it. In a few moments, we could... We... No! I cannot! Father, I will not do this! Who 
Sammy Wolf Duncan. Yes, Robert Wells, it is I who have come from the depths. Do you want my daughter? Oh, yes. Then do as she asks. You will find a potion downstairs. Hurry! No, Robert, you mustn't! Why? Is that not what you want? He forced me to do this. I am trapped. He will give me no peace. Is that the truth? Forget her ravings. You must do this to be with her. Now, hurry! Robert! Robert, are you all right? Who is this? Go on, woman. This is no affair of yours. No, wait, wait, Sarah. Why are you here? I thought this was happened. Oh, Robert, late one night, just before your father died, I heard him. Duncan and your father were screaming at one another. That was the night before Lord Wells hanged himself. It is not true. I had nothing to do with it. Robert, believe. Oh, it is true. His hate drove your father to his death. Lorraine, is it true? If I die, will this give you peace? Yes. I promise that the line of Wells dies. I will have no need for her agonies. Then I shall. No! Father, your hate gave you the power to hold me. Now my love gives me the power to destroy you. No! I must have my revenge. I love you, Robert! Perhaps now she has her peace. Yes. Yes. Perhaps her love has destroyed his hate. You probably know all about Ford pickups, how they work like a truck, ride like a car, how they've got Ford's famous twin I-beam front suspension, front disc brakes, standard, Choice of an economical six or three V8s. But maybe you didn't know about Ford's new supercab. Supercab's the only two-door pickup that's roomy enough for a full back seat. I didn't know that. Well, Ford's new supercab pickup makes a big difference in capacity to carry people or things. You can do most anything with it. Order supercab with an optional bench seat that's five and a half feet wide. That's room enough for a family of six to ride in sedan-like comfort. And the bench seat folds flat to make a load floor. I didn't know that. Or get two facing jump seats. Optional. They fold out of the way for cargo. Or order supercab with no rear seats at all. Then you get a full 44 cubic feet of storage space. I didn't know that either. Ford's new supercab. It's news even to people who thought they knew all about Ford pickups. See it now at your local Ford dealer. I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes. Exercise your imagination. And join us again on our next presentation of The Zero Hour. The Ghost of the Black Plague is an original radio drama written by Keith Walker. Monty Markham was heard as Robert Wells. Featured in the cast were Peggy Walton, Ben Wright, Harley Bear, Rhoda Williams, and Dawes Butler. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Collis. Directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Broadcasting System of Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman, Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System.